Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September 8th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Greater is Coming. I want you to believe it. I want you to open up your heart to believe that greater is coming for you, that God made plans for you before the world began, and God's plans in your life are going to manifest and unfold right before your eyes. So this is part 20 of the series, uh, and the title of today's message, as we've been studying the life of David, the, the title of today's message is, This Is Your Moment. I want you to know that this, right now, today, is your moment. This is your season. This is your time. This is your turn. My, my children are starting school today. I know a lot of children have either started already or about to start next week. Either way, you got to embrace the grace for this moment, no matter what you're facing. You got it? All right. So, um, in our last message, we covered 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 48 to 51, Today, we're going to cover verses 51 to 53. So let's get into it. On Friday, uh, we got to the point in the story of David's life where David killed Goliath. Remember that? That was so good. And in this story, this legendary story is just, it's just full of life application. And, and the story doesn't end with Goliath's last breath. And I'm going to keep teaching on what happened next. But the only reason that David was fighting Goliath in the first place was because Saul and his men, like Saul was standing there with the whole army and not even one of them would face the giant. The giant stood in front of the Israelite army for 40 days and twice a day, two a days, twice a day, he came out and talked smack. Twice a day for 40 days. And during that time, all the soldiers, these were time-tested soldiers, right? War-tested soldiers, none of them stood up to fight the giant in hand-to-hand combat. None of them took the challenge. Now, I don't necessarily blame them, and the reason why I don't is because there were some spiritual forces operating behind the scene. So sometimes you see things in the natural, but you don't realize that there are spiritual things that are happening behind the scene. So I believe that spiritually, there were some things happening that was keeping those soldiers from stepping forward Why? Because it was for David, right? So 80 times, this guy came out there and talked smack twice a day for 40 days. 80 times he talked smack and nobody did anything for 80 times. You know why? Because it was David's assignment. David only heard it once. And as soon as he heard it, he knew that this was his moment. He sensed that this was his season. This was his time. This was his designated. I mean, there are some things that are just divine moments, And it it was like his coming out party. And what God has for you is for you. And when you sense that it's your moment, you got to take it. You got to take that moment and make the most of it because God has graced you to deal with it. Now, going back to David, David is the eighth son of Jesse, the youngest of eight boys. The way that the story kind of unfolds, we see that David doesn't, it's almost like he's an outcast in his own home. He spends most of his time out there in the fields with his father's sheep. But 
he was, he did have like this validation ceremony at home in front of his brothers. A few weeks earlier, this prophet came and anointed him to be the next king of Israel. And so he was validated at home in front of his brothers. But in this moment, when he kills the giant, he is going to be validated in front of the whole nation. There's a whole army watching. The king is watching. It's like, boom, the commander in chief of the whole army, King Saul is watching. And in that moment, David steps into the Valley of Elah. And as he did, he stepped into his destiny. My God. So let's talk about it. What does this mean to you today? I have three things to share with you on this Tuesday morning to set the tone for the whole week. Here we go. Number one, look at me. There are moments when you step into your calling and it causes a shift in your life. There are moments when you're, you're stepping into something and you know that this you were born for this. Like you were made for this thing and you were stepping into it and it causes a shift in your life. David stepped into the Valley of Elah with the national spotlight on him. And in that moment, he stepped into his calling. David was anointed by the prophet in front, in front of his brothers. Remember that? I got it. Uh, but after that, he went back to like life as normal, business as usual. But David knew that something had happened spiritually. Now, naturally speaking, nothing happened yet. And see, everything continued the same in David's life until it was the right time, until it was the right moment for David to experience a shift. When David stepped into the Valley of Elah, it was a life-altering moment. You ever had those? I mean, David knew that something had happened spiritually because he was anointed and all of that, but naturally speaking, nothing had happened yet. He was just still dealing with his father's sheep. He played a little bit of heart for the king and all of that. But at the proper time, in the right moment, God allowed David to experience a shift. When David walked into that valley, he was walking into his destiny. After he killed the giant, he would never be the same. As soon as the rock left his sling and the, and the giant's head hit the ground, that's it. David's life changed and it changed forever. Here's my point in the first point. You will experience divine moments. You will. And there will be many in your life. You will experience divine moments. And when you do, if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you will immediately know. It's like you're doing something and in your heart, you immediately know that something just happened. Like this, something just happened that's bigger than what just happened. And you know in your heart that your life will never be the same. There are shifts like that. There are divine moments. God will connect you to somebody and you walk away from that knowing like my life will never be the same. God will open up a door for you and you walk through that door and you know that your life will never... I'm t there are divine moments and you must discern those moments knowing that your life has forever changed. Number two, God's grace flows in alignment with his timing. See, a lot of times people are trying to make something happen, make something happen, make something happen. Even when they know that it's the will of God, let me make this thing happen. No, that's human effort. You're trying to make things happen by the sweat of your, your, the sweat of your brow. No, we are supposed to experience the grace of God and we flow in harmony or in sync with God. When you're flowing in harmony and in sync with God, you tap into his grace and you're able to do what you can never do without God. Right? So you're not doing it with human power, human ability, human strength. You're not trying to make it happen. You're just enjoying walking with God and you're able to do what you could never do without him. But you got to know that God's grace only flows in his timing. There's a timing component to the promises of God. So God reveals things to us 
And he does. He reveals things to us in the spirit before he manifests them in the natural. But just know that no matter how long it takes, if God revealed it to you in your heart, it's only a matter of time before you see it in your hands, but you have to stand. This series is about faith and patience. It's about standing on the word of God, no matter how long it takes, and you believe that it's going to come to pass. Greater is coming for you. But to properly stand in faith, like for the long haul, until you can see what God said, you got to know that it's not going to happen before it's time. You got to know that there are things that are not going to happen until the right time. That's why you got to hold on. That's why I keep telling you, greater is coming, but you got to know that it's like this. Habakkuk said it this way in Habakkuk 2 and 3. He says, the vision that God gave you, the vision is for an appointed time. There's a designated moment. There's a designated time for the vision to come to pass. Now, Habakkuk said, though it may tarry, it might take a while. He says, wait for it, for it will surely come to pass. The vision is for an appointed time. It may take a while, but wait for it. It will surely come to pass. See, the Lord already knows what's going to happen before it happens. Remember that your present and your future are God's past. He's already been there. So he reveals something to you that is future to you and past to him, but he reveals it to you in the now, and it's something that's not going to happen for a while to motivate you, to get you excited. And when God reveals something to you before it happens, what he wants you to do is to stand in faith until it happens. David's son, Solomon, David's son later, he had a son, his name was Solomon, Solomon wrote this under the unction of the Holy Spirit in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. Solomon said, there is a right time for everything and everything on earth will happen at just the right time. Everything on earth in your life is going to happen, but it's not going to happen until it's the right time. See, when the fullness of time comes, you will be able to walk into the realm of what has been destined for you, what has been prepared for you. And when that happens, you will have the grace then. Let me explain this. You will have the grace for it then. You may not have the grace for it now. Now, God revealed it now, but that doesn't mean that you have the grace for it now. God showed, you, showed it to you now, but that doesn't mean that you're ready now. You may want it now, but God knows that he prepared it for you then. And so you may think you're ready now, but when, when God allows you to go through the preparation process, and he will not release his grace before his time, when that time finally comes, you'll be able to look back and say, man, I wasn't ready then. I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. As a matter of fact, God, thank you for not giving it to me when I asked for it. Because when I asked for it, I wanted it. I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. I'm ready now. And so the right thing at the wrong time becomes the wrong thing. If God gives you something, let's say it's a blessing you've been asking for. If God gives it to you before the right time, then this blessing actually becomes a burden. God, uh, th this blessing can actually become a curse. You, you have to flow with God's timing. This giant came out there for 40 days, twice a day, talking smack 80 times. The soldiers heard it 80 times. David only heard it once. And you know why? David only needed to hear it once because it was his moment. It was his time. He, it, it was like, boom. He knew that the grace of God was on him and he walked into his destiny because the timing was right. So I pray that you embrace God's grace for this moment, but also embrace God's grace to, to endure until the right moments. There are divine moments in your life. And when you experience those moments, things will shift, but you got to hold on until those moments. Know that this is your season. This is your time. This is your turn. 
but you are not going to do everything you want to do. You are only going to be able to do what God has graced you to do in this moment. You got it? All right, number three, and finally, I know that I'm not like preaching this morning, but what I'm teaching is very important. You got to understand this. Number three, last point for today. The Lord has been preparing you all your life for this moment. He has. Today, September 8th, 2020, is not a mistake. The Lord has been preparing you for this day. Now, whatever you're facing today, you may be saying, but Rick, you don't understand. I've been facing this for months. I've been facing this for weeks. Okay, fine. Doesn't matter. God has prepared you all that time for this time. God has been preparing you all your life for this moment. You, God's grace is on you. God would never expect you to do something that he has not equipped you to do. And so if you're facing it, it's because God has prepared you for it. If you're facing it, you will never, God will never allow you to face something you cannot handle. So if you're facing it, it's because you can handle it. If you're facing it, it's because the grace of God is on you. If you're facing it, it's because God trusts you with it. So walk out into it with confidence, knowing that God has graced you for this moment. Say amen to that. See, when you have a, a, a divine moment, when you sense that, oh my God, I sense that this is a divine moment, you got to fully embrace the grace of God to make the most of it. The challenge may be huge, like David. David had to kill a giant in front of everybody. He had never done that before. Everyone was watching. The pressure was on him. The pressure was high, all of that. But you got to remember that you're not alone. God is on you and in you and with you and for you, right? So there's no way you can lose. You are a giant killer. No matter what giant you face, just remember that God has graced you to kill giants. You got it? Last thing I'll say for you today is, is like we started. I prayed for, for children going to school. So our young, Isabella and I, our younger kids are going to school today at home. Uh, maybe yours are already in school or maybe yours are going to go to school next week. But either way, know that God's grace is on you and God's grace is on them. We already prayed for them. But if you have to work at home while you're also, your kids are going to school at home and you're like, man, this is not, you know, this is new. Uh, I don't like this. You know, I got it. It may be new, but you can rest assured that God saw this coming. Let me remind you of that. God saw this coming and he prepared you for it. God saw this coming and he prepared your children for it. So instead of dreading it, make the most of it. Enjoy it. Say, you know what? We're going to make the most of this thing. You only get one life. Like you're not going to get another chance to start over this school year ever again. Like this school year, the beginning of this school year will never come again. So just make the most of it. Pause for a moment. Just like we prayed earlier. Pause for a moment. Pray over your house. Pray over your children. Uh, pray over the school year. And know that with God on you, in you, and with you, and for you, you guys are going to make the most of it because this is your moment. This is your season. This is your time. Greater is coming for you. Let me uh, close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say this. Say, Father, I am ready for this day. My present expectation is based on what you have revealed to me in the past. I live every day with an expectation of manifestation. This is why I declare today to be a designated moment for me. This is my season. This is my time. 
This is my turn. You know everything. And you've prepared me for it. I am on this planet for such a time as this. I will maximize my moment. I will make the most of this season because I have been preparing for it all my life. Forward ever, backward never, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day, into this week, into this season, ready to make the most of this moment. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you, and then do me a favor. I want other people to watch this. I want other people to pray the prayer that we pray at the beginning. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.